Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, March 16th. This week's theme, Finding Hope in a World of Angst and Despair. Today's scripture reading is from Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 36 from the Message Translation, which reads, It will seem like all hell has broken loose, sun, moon, stars, earth, sea, in an uproar, and everyone all over the world in a panic. The wind knocked out of them by the threat of doom, the powers that be quaking. And then, then they'll see the Son of Man welcomed in grand style, a glorious welcome. When all this starts to happen, up on your feet, stand tall with your heads high. Help is on the way. He told them a story. Look at the fig tree, any tree for that matter. When the leaves begin to show, one look tells you that summer is right around the corner. The same here. When you see these things happen, you know God's kingdom is about here. Don't brush this off. I'm not just saying this for some future generation, but for this one too. These things will happen. Sky and earth will wear out. My words won't wear out. But be on your guard. Don't let the sharp edge of your expectation get dulled by parties and drinking and shopping. Otherwise, that day is going to take you by complete surprise, sprung on you suddenly like a trap, for it's going to come on everyone, everywhere at once. So, whatever you do, don't fall asleep at the wheel. Pray constantly that you will have the strength and wits to make it through everything that's coming and end up on your feet before the Son of Man. It wasn't just Isaiah's world that was teetering on the edge of the abyss, plunging his generation into angst and despair, or Cyprian's world in the third century. It was Jesus' world as well. Jesus lived amidst a generation just trying to survive, to keep their heads above the seemingly endlessly surging waters of imperial domination and power that hung over their national existence and their temple like the sword of Damocles. Okay, now just in case you don't know the story of Damocles, I just actually had to Google it to refresh my memory. Here's the tale. It was actually an ancient parable popularized by the the ancient orator Cicero about four decades before Jesus was born. Cicero centered his telling of the ancient parable around the tyrannical king Dionysius, king over the Sicilian city of Syracuse during the 4th and 5th centuries BC. As is true with most wielders of power and wealth, Dionysius was obsessed with losing it and his life through assassination. And he was constantly on edge, seeing potential plots against him everywhere. So deep was his paranoia that he didn't just surround his castle with a moat, he surrounded his bed with one. Do you ever feel like that? And he he only permitted his daughters to hold a razor to shave his beard. Into his courts one day strolled a flattering courtier named Damocles, who constantly praised the king and remarked on how blissful his life was. Dionysius proposed that Damocles actually taste this life himself and feel the bliss. Damocles jumped at the opportunity. The king seated Damocles on a golden couch and ordered a host of his servants to wait on his every need and desire. 
Damocles dined on the most succulent cuts of meat and was lavished with the finest perfumes and ointments. And just as he was starting to enjoy the life of a king, he happened to glance up from the table and notice a razor-sharp sword suspended over his head by a single strand of horsehair. Instantly, the bliss vanished. He could no longer enjoy anything set before him and soon asked to be excused, saying he no longer wished to be so blessed and fortunate. The moral of the story for Cicero? Those in power labor under the specter of anxiety and death, and that there can be no happiness for one who is under constant apprehensions. Now, Listen carefully and prayerfully to a second reading of today's text. What do you see? What pops out at you as you hear this text a second time? What question is stirred within? What, what nudge do you sense? It will seem like all hell is broken loose, sun, moon, stars, earth, sea, and an uproar, and everyone all over the world in a panic, the wind knocked out of them by the threat of doom, the powers that be quaking. And then, then they'll see the Son of Man welcomed in a grand style, a glorious welcome. When all this starts to happen, up on your feet, stand tall with your heads high. Help is on the way. He told them a story. Look at the fig tree. Any tree, for that matter, when the leaves begin to show, one look tells you that summer is right around the corner. The same here. When you see these things happen, you know God's kingdom is about here. Don't brush this off. I'm not saying this for some future generation, but for this one too. These things will happen. Sky and earth will wear out. My words won't wear out. But be on your guard. Don't let the sharp edge of your expectation get dulled by parties and drinking and shopping. Otherwise, that day is going to take you by complete surprise. Spring on you suddenly like a trap, for it's going to come on everyone everywhere at once. So whatever you do, don't fall asleep at the wheel. Pray constantly that you will have the strength and wits to make it through everything that's coming and end up on your feet before the Son of Man. So, what sort of Damocles do you feel suspended over your own life? What do you most fear? What most scares you at this moment as you look out over the horizon of this world? What do you hear in the words of Jesus that offers a way of hope amidst the fears and uncertainties hanging over us? What's the key to lifting up our heads and seeing possibilities of hope and redemption rather than portents of fear? What obstacles to hope does he identify for his followers? Which of these do you most easily fall prey to? When you're ready, close today's reflection with prayer. Lord, there is indeed much that is unsettling, to say the least, that hangs over our heads in this world. Much to fear, much to worry, much to dread. Help me to see beyond the swords of feared outcomes and pitfalls hanging by a thread to the threefold cord of your unbreakable purpose and promise. Help me to hold firmly to the one and not to fear the other. Show me how to lift my head today and to see the rich possibilities and potentialities of redemption. 
Let this be the sharp edge that keeps me awake to joy and brims me over with hope. Through your Spirit in, upon, and through us. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit.